Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, hello, everybody. Yes. Welcome back to No Other Pod. Ooh. This is episode 22, double twos. I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. Dan, how's it going? I hear you wooing there in the background. I'm always wooing, man. I'm coming in hot. You, you're the only one that gets in. to do an introduction, and I, I just want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, we... Uh, you're coming in hot. We were having a little bit of technical difficulty getting this one up, but we are up. Well, don't put that out there. That's, we are recording. That's just me and my... Uh, <laughs> all I know how to do, people, is unplug a router and plug it back in, all right? I don't... If, if you know any other secrets, you let me know, but that's my big secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it uh, had to do it a couple times this time, but you got it working. So, so far, you're batting a 1,000 on that method, I think. I guess so. So We're rolling. It's working. Um well, yeah, man. How's uh, how's the week, dude? All I know is that you guys are having an ice storm, and today was 65 degrees. <laughs> it was 65 in Chicago. 65, oh, bro. My goodness. It was crazy. I was like, oh yeah. god, can I get my suit coat off? What is going on? Oh my gosh, we did have an ice storm. I was told by my boss, don't worry about coming in, just work from home, what? which was kind of cool. Got to work from home. Do do you know? Just did a little bit of work. Watch a little bit of TV while I did it. That's awesome. Um, don't tell him. Hopefully he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it's been a little cold, but hopefully it will warm up before it comes March 4th, because I remember last year at the home opener, my fingers were freezing off trying to type on my computer up in the press box, oh, and man. I don't want to do that again. Yeah, I don't, so, uh, I don't know if I was at the home opener last year, but uh, I do remember it being a chilly one. Yeah. It was cold, and it was not fun, so I would appreciate it if this ice storm would go on its merry way and send us some of that 65-degree weather, because I would like that. It's all right. It's going to get real chilly here real soon. Um, (laughs) But for starters, man, before we jump into the the, the pod here, I I think we had a contest everyone's worried about, right? We did have a contest. This was a contest for two tickets to the Sporting KC home opener against NYCFC. Boom. And as Dan mentioned last time, what you had to do to qualify to win was leave us a rating and review on uh, iTunes podcast. And we got a bunch more reviews. So thank you, everybody, for your kind yes, words. thank you, um, thank you. Keep it up if you're listening and you didn't submit a rating and review. That's okay. You can still do it. Uh, you just won't win tickets this time, but who knows? Future. We might have more contests later. Future's coming. And so if you leave a rating and review now, it might qualify you for a future contest. So don't don't forget, you want to do it now. But we did randomize all of the reviews that we got, threw it into a magical random number generator. It spit out a corresponding number, and the winner is drum roll. Drum 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 drum. 
His Twitter handle is at Nerds vs. Ninjas. His Twitter name is Wasabi. So, Wasabi, if you are listening, you, my good sir, just won two Cauldron tickets to the Sporting KC home opener and season opener against NYCFC. So, congratulations, sir. Um, how everyone you can else, claim everyone your... else is now turning off the pod. They're like, screw this shit. Yeah, don't... <laughs> Don't do that because we've no, got a great show lined up. Please <laughs> listen. Um, but, uh, yes, if you are the winner, if you are Wasabi, um, you'll have a week to reach out to us. Either uh, send us a, a tweet um, or a direct message on Twitter. Um, you can send us a Facebook message or um, you can uh, send us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Um, you'll, sir, you'll have a week to reach out to us. If we don't hear from you by next week, we're going to have to go back and redraw from other people. We'll so. It is uh, Tuesday, February 20th when we are recording. It'll release on uh, Wednesday the 21st. So um, reach out to us um, by the following Tuesday, which I believe is the 27th. Yes, so by Tuesday the 27th. Just uh, let us know that you are the winner. Now we'll i got to tell you, let, there are a lot of, lot of good reviews out there. A lot of people said some nice stuff that I'm not used to have uh, having said about me. So thank you so much, you guys, for saying all this stuff. <laughs> And, uh, you know, there was one in particular, I was really rooting for him. I was like, ah, oh, I really hope this random number comes up for them. But, but the gal, uh, I think Cece and Sean, she said it was, uh, it was her birthday coming up and how the tickets would be, would be an excellent gift. Right. And uh... watch this. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to call her out for a minute. Cause I think Sean had said that, that, me, me, and my girlfriend listen to you all the time. Her, 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 her birthday's coming up, and then I think she did a review and said, <laughs> "It's so funny." Oh, it's they so did God, the double. So That's God smart. Funny. That's smart. She did a double one, and she said, "Hey, I gotta admit, uh, I haven't listened to you guys, but but I do now, or whatever." And I'm thinking, wait a minute, Sean said you guys listen <laughs> to us all the time. Uh, is Sean a liar? Is CC a liar? I don't know, but I think I think CC modified her uh, her her review. So I thank you guys for one, thank you both. But I just thought that was really funny <laughs> and kind of adorable. So yeah, and it was smart. Yeah. We did not specify if you both listened at the same time. We never said you both couldn't leave reviews. So yeah, we didn't specify. Um, we didn't say you couldn't make another iTunes good, account. You know, good for <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're giving them ideas to cheat the system in the future. <laughs> shouldn't, um, shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, well, congratulations to our winner. Uh, hopefully, he is not stuck in the middle of this ice storm like I am. But and I um, hope I didn't I hope you, I didn't embarrass those people just now. So I want to apologize. Hey, they put it out on the interwebs. It was public knowledge. So yep, I'm not laughing um, at you. Just <laughs> want you to know that. Good, no, good for, good for them for being smart. I would have done it too. Um, <laughs> Where it is not ice stormy is in Arizona, and that is where the team is mm, on the their preseason State. mobile mini Sun Cup tournament adventure. Um, we finally had a couple of games where we could That's actually nice. watch Sporting KC soccer being played. Uh, so, fun. Dan, did you, did you get a chance to watch any of them? Dude, I did. I mean, I, I didn't watch it live, the first one. I was going to try to watch the first half. And it was delayed, you know, go figure, my freaking luck. 
and we had to uh, we had to go see a show. It was Valentine's Day, obviously. But I, but you know, Facebook Live, mm-hmm. man. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch it live, it's still there on on the team's Facebook page. So go to their videos and watch this thing. That's what I did. And when it came time for halftime, I just fast forwarded 15 minutes, and there was the second half. So. I, I had a good time, man. I'm excited that soccer's back. Yes, it's preseason. Yes, these lineups mean absolutely nothing, but it's still fun. Did you uh, did you take anything away in particular from either of the two games, something that excited you or anything you saw from some of the players that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm digging what I'm seeing? Dude, I was kind of digging uh, Croze for a little bit. Um, you know, Johan Croze? You don't mess with the Johan. <laughs> And That's uh, right. my uh, my fiance decided she hates the French language because she doesn't like all of the uh, silent words in there. So she told me the other day she will only refer to him as Johan Croissant. Croissant. Uh, okay. She can't say <laughs> yeah, Croise. So she just decided his last name is Croissant. His name so is you Johan Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? But yeah, man, he's That's looking funny. good. Mr. Uh, Croissant. Yes, and he's got humongous calves. Not that I'm, like, admiring them from a distance or anything, <laughs> but he's got large calves. Has anyone else seen these? Tell me you've seen these calves. Yeah, he's uh, he runs around for 90 minutes, like, you know, doing nothing but kicking the ball. So, um, doesn't surprise me, but, yeah, he, uh, he's Those been looking, looking pretty calves. good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. A lot of the newcomers have, have, have been looking pretty good. Um, that first game on Valentine's Day, Sporting tied the Red Bulls 1-1. Um, hey, that was Bradley cool, Wright by Phillips. the way. That was really cool because Red Bulls came hard, dude. They were trying to get ready for their Champions League play coming up. And mm-hmm. and so they, were, they had a first-team lineup in there, and we tied them. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, they uh, – I mean, yeah, you're right. You look at their lineup, and, and that's – pretty much their starters and and to be fair Sporting put out a, a pretty decent lineup also but they pretty much subbed out everyone at halftime and I don't think the Red Bulls did that I think they yeah. left all of their guys pretty much in there like you said probably trying to get them conditioned for uh for the Champions League um which starts technically tonight if y'all are yeah. listening on Wednesday first game already happened um but yeah, so they came out and they scored early in the 15th minute with Bradley Wright Phillips. But then uh, Felipe Hernandez, an, an SKC guy who probably is going to play more um, with Swope Park this year, he got an unassisted goal in the 77th minute and they oh. tied one to one. That was so, a sick goal. Yeah, it was they kind of a banger. Some volley from out, <laughs> from outside the box. I was like, Jesus, who's this kid? Yeah, man. He uh, so I guess he wanted. I was just reading this today. He wanted to go. Um, by just Felipe, what? but Why? Felipe Gutierrez is going by just Felipe. Like that's what it's going to say on his jersey. So sorry, um, Felipe Hernandez, you are I guess yeah. the second Felipe. So you're you not a World Cup veteran. It. Sorry, <laughs> you're not the designated player, so you don't get Felipe. You will just be Hernandez. Um, what, 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 what's the deal here? Why, why are they just going by one name? I don't get it. What do they share? I mean, <laughs> I know it's a, like a lot of South American players will do it. Um, what the heck? Gerso, I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe some players, I mean, I guess Gerso and Latif did it. Gerso spent much of his life in playing career in Portugal. Latif obviously in Ghana. So 
I don't know. Um, Are you going to get a jersey? Started Are you put it. Jimmy on your jersey? <laughs> Just Jimmy? <laughs> no. That's it. I like the cl- the clean look on my jersey. I don't actually get a number or a name. I just get the jersey. And it looks I nice did, and clean. I did get coos on the back of one of my jerseys. There you go. I did. That's right. That's the one you wore when you painted the wall. That is. I think. Everyone saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. First game. Okay. 1-1 one, one draw. It, I mean... We didn't have any Johnny Russell. Uh, you know, we, we just kind of threw guys out there for 45 minutes, see what you got, and, uh, and yeah, got a 1-1 draw. Second game, they play it. Granted, it's a USL side, Phoenix Rising FC. Yeah, um, they even scored if they do early. have Didier Drogba, yeah, they scored really early, like in the fifth minute. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, well, that's not great. That's discouraging. <laughs> We did have a, a pretty decent lineup out there to start the game, yeah. um, close to what I imagine our starters might look like, and so it's not great when a USL side uh, scores on you in five minutes. Um, but Ilya, out of nowhere, in the 17th minute, kicking it from the top of the box, unassisted, just your average everyday Ilya goal from 25 yards out, right? Like no big deal, happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, not really. <laughs> it was his uh, first goal in any competition for uh, for Sporting KC. And then, did you see the second goal though? Because that's the one I want to talk about. That uh, one well, was t- first of all, gorgeous. About the, the first goal was actually, I mean, it was a little deflection there, right? It wasn't straight in the goal. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it, it was deflected. But you're it's trying to Ilya. give him a little more credit gotta, that, than he deserves. Gotta give it to him. <laughs> I think if you shoot that all day, things like that are going to happen. I mean, shoot the ball. He had it, and that's a pretty good confidence booster for him because he's not a shooter. He doesn't get up there right. in those positions, and that's pretty cool. And I actually think that's a really good point you made about shoot the ball and see what happens. Absolutely, I think maybe dude. that's something that the team didn't do enough of last year was they'd see a bunch of bodies in the way, and, and they'd kind of just kind of kick it around, and they just make this giant circle around the box, and they never actually – did anything with it and occasionally like i don't want them to every time just go down get to the top of the box and fire it in and hope for a deflection but no if you, you got the shot kinda have it. a lane right you never know what's going to happen so i think you're 100 spot on there dude uh, it's that's like a good call when i'm playing uh rec league man I, I play defense and if i'm i'll go up sometimes and if i'm open i'm, I'm not a shooter so i don't do it but my, my buddy will be like take a hit and i'm like oh jesus you want me to shoot it and <laughs> So I'll just like toe poke it. It might not do anything, but you know, at least I took a shot. You never know. <laughs> yeah, man, it uh, it's encouraging. Hey, if if Ilya gets even two goals that way this year, you know, that's something, and and I love it. Um, if he's second goals, goal came, then I'm gonna score goals. <laughs> the second goal came just 13 minutes later in the 30th minute, and this one was a beauty. And so it kind of started, I think Johan Crozet um, kicked it back to Felipe, who lobbed it into the box to Roger, who masterfully pulled it down, kicked it out uh, just a- above the spot to Kari Shelton, who just calmly kicked it over to Daniel Shallowy, who slotted it away, and it was a gorgeous team goal. Yeah, and that was I'm sick. not sure I saw a goal like that last year all season. I mean, do you remember one like that? Uh, not necessarily. I don't know if it was last season or the season before, but I think there was a time when like every person on the team touched the ball before the before they scored. So I I, I don't right. know if that was last year or not. 
But they, dude, when those things happen, that's magic, man. You're like, whoa, okay, we're we're clicking on all cylinders here. We're firing. Let's let's keep this up. Especially in the preseason, when you got three guys who have never played together um, involved in that play, and 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 for the presence of mind, for Kyrie Shelton's been playing up top a lot. Are, are you um, impressed the, by Kyrie Shelton? I am, dude, and I think Peter is yes. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm. Honestly, we'll talk about this a little bit more in, in a few minutes, I think. But I'm starting to lean toward, I think Kyrie Shelton might be our starting striker on uh, March 4th instead of Diego oh, Rubio. That's terrifying. That just got me so excited and scared at the same time. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, I mean, that can't be. But it might. It, it might. Like Pete, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. But I think Peter really likes him. <laughs> but having, so having someone like Croze who can look back and see Felipe, who then is confident enough in Roger, who's marked in the box, by the way, to send in a gorgeous ball knowing I know he can bring it down and control it, even though he's got a guy draped all over him. For Roger to be able to do that, then keep the composure to find Kyrie, who's there open and unmarked himself, and then for him to say, okay, well, I can take a shot, but there's a body between me and the goal, or I can kick it out wide, five, six yards to Daniel Shallowy, who's got a better shot, and for him to take that option unselfishly and for Daniel to put it away, I was like, man, that is a team goal. And to have a striker as unselfish as uh, Shelton was on that play got me a little bit excited. Um, Yeah, that was crazy cool, man. I was real giddy about it. Uh, I think I watched it yesterday morning because I didn't get to watch it on Saturday. So it was... uh, it was cool. I knew when the goals were coming, but it was it, it was a cool build-up play. So, and, uh, and and Johnny Russell did actually play in that game. He played, yeah. I think you know, fifteen thirty minutes, something like that. And it, it was not very much time, but um, he was moving the ball though. He was looking good. Yeah, he came in, ran around, uh, playing playing on the wing. Um, you know, he'll I I would think he's probably a day one starter, um, but I don't know it. it Daniel Shallowy also looks kind of good. And, and so this is interesting. Um, Chad Smith from Blue Testament, was he lives in Arizona, so he was there at the game. And so he was asking Peter um, and, uh, and, and Johnny Russell some questions after the game. Um, and let's see, am I getting this right? I think, yes, this is, uh, I, I thought I was getting confused for a second. He talked to Johnny Russell, and so he asked him, where does he prefer to play? And Russell said anywhere across the front, but he actually prefers the right side, which was interesting huh. to me because I I always I was picturing him more on the left side because he's a left foot uh, winger, but I yeah, guess he sure. likes to cut inside and, and use his left foot when he's cutting in for for shots on goal. Um, so if Peter does let him stay on the right side, then you've got Gerso on the right, you've got Johnny Russell on the right. Johan Croze has been playing a little bit on the right, so that kind of leaves the left side open for Daniel Shallowy. And if he keeps looking good, I don't know. Maybe he – I didn't think he'd be a starter, but but maybe he will. I mean, do you think there's a chance that he could work his way into the starting 11? Uh, Shallowy? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I really didn't think that, you know, especially when we picked up Johnny Russell, but uh... – I think he's gonna get some shots. I mean, I think I think Daniel's gonna get some uh, some starting eleven time. I don't know if how I don't know how consistent it'll be, but uh, I mean the kid's young and he has this thing like he's not super fast, or at least he doesn't look super fast. But he 
He beats people. So, I mean, it's he's kind of a smooth fast. Does that make any sense? Yeah, he doesn't look like he's... Like, when you watch him run, you don't necessarily think, oh, man, he's booking it. But he kind of beats people. And I don't know if it's because of position yeah. or he, he puts his body in the right spot. He's or like a or gazelle. It, yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Um, and MLS Soccer actually ran a whole article on Daniel Shallowy this week. Um, a, a local writer here named Daniel Sperry wrote it about him. And um, Peter yeah, was, was, good, was glowing. Yeah, he, he, you know, Peter said... Shallowy had a breakout season last year, and you know now it's just about him picking up from where he left off. Um, you know he always thought he would fit into the the system. Uh, so I, I, you know, Daniel's also from Hungary, and Peter has a, a strong connection to Hungary from his playing days there. So I think uh, he's got a lot invested in in Daniel Shallowy. So hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Shallowy and Shelton might have a little bit of chemistry. Um, Dude, that's the plan, though. The, when they first got Daniel signed to that homegrown contract, gave him a little swope time, and then loaned him out to a Hungary team where he got big-time minutes. Now he's back here, and I, he's ready to go, man. He was clicking last year, and I think he's ready to pick up where he left off. Yeah, man. Um, and I think Peter's high on Shelton, too, because... Um, Shelton got the start over uh, over Rubio for the second yeah. straight game, and uh, and Peter said that he really likes what he's doing, um, that he looks very sharp and is quick for such a big player, um, and I think you know I don't know do you, when you saw that we signed Shelton, you probably didn't envision that he was going to come in and be our starting striker day one, right? Because I didn't. No. I didn't. I was like, okay, a little depth action, a little super sub at the end, you know. That's all I thought it was. Right. But he looks and, good. He's fu- he's kind of fun to watch. And and I wonder if Chad Smith here hit the nail on the head with this one. He he kind of was wondering, you know, I wonder if this was simply just that, you know, NYCFC played him on the wing because they didn't need a striker because they had David Villa. But maybe Stryker's just his position, and now he's finally getting minutes in the number nine instead of being a right wing or a left wing, and and he's finally reaching all that potential because he's a big dude. Um, yeah. And if he, man, if he can click with the rest of the squad, physically, he's the type of striker I've been wanting for Sporting KC. Just a big body dude who can go up fighting against center backs, bring balls down, hold them up, and turn and shoot. Like, if he can do that, oh man. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm just surprised because I really thought that, you know, and I know some of our listeners too, that Rubio, maybe he's not the long-term answer, but might be okay. But I guess he just uh, really isn't going to get um, the shot to start at this point, it kind of seems, because well, Shelton's doing so well. Still a couple of preseason games left. I mean, anything could happen. He could tweak the lineup a couple more times. Like, that's if there's if there's one thing you think about from these preseason games is that you can't, read into any of it you know what i mean just because shelton started really doesn't mean anything because where's graham zussi been is he nursing a little injury right now or what yeah that's true i think um zussi might have been a a a little bit banged up um peter said that there's there's nothing to worry about both zussi and madronda only just returned to to training um a few days ago full training so i think they were nursing something um right but man, it's kind of been nice to to 
have Zussi have a little bit of break because we I, I know you're high on this guy. We've gotten to see the 17 year old kid Jalen Lindsay kind of tear it up. I mean, he's looking good. He uh, I mean that that dude's a man's man. I mean, he is not a child. He's he's looking pretty good. Um, I don't know why I'm talking like I have a crush on him, but I like him. <laughs> I think he's I think he's a cool dude, you know. And uh, I when he's getting oh my god, dude, he had a chance to have a shot on goal um the other day and i was like whoa i don't think zeusy's had a shot on goal in a while at least not this point blank shot that jalen Lindsay had yeah so um we actually got a question about jalen Lindsay from austin finkelby um he wants to know if we think Lindsay will get any sort of meaningful minutes with the first team because he looks so good in preseason or does the officially announced Brad Evans signing now push him to the third right back spot behind Zussi and Evans? Uh, so I don't know. What, what do you Jaylen think? Jalen to Swope. Yeah. Is that what you think is going to happen? I mean, dude, you're not going to you're not going to send Brad Evans to Swope. I mean, what? No. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And and right now they're trying to get Jalen these quote unquote first team minutes uh, in preseason, and then I think he's going to go kick some ass for Swope. You know. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I think that's okay. I don't think we have to rush him in immediately to um, well, MLS what about starting Colton 11. Storm? That's a good point, too. I, I, we haven't really seen much of Colton Storm. I don't, I don't really know what's Dude, going on there. We have four right backs. Is that what's going down? Pretty much, yeah. And uh, and one pure left back in Seth Sinovic. <laughs> Um, that's bananas yeah that was one of the other questions so another question we got um we kind of already touched on the first one a little bit uh kyle orenberg said do do we see peter vermees shifting daniel uh shallowy to center forward i don't think he will i think he's probably our best option or one of our best couple options on the left side right now Uh, i think you probably don't see him as a nine either no that's yeah you're, you're right you're right but um, Kyle also asked, will uh, Seth Sinovic be our starter at left back? And, you know, my, my, my gut is, well, yeah, he was the starting left back in, in the best defense in the league last year. Why would you change it up? Um, but Christian Lobato has been getting some, some time at the left back position. Um, and back to, to Chad Smith and in his interview with Peter Vermees, uh, he actually asked Peter point blank about Lovato starting over Sinovic. And Peter's answer is, quote, nobody's won me over yet. We have a lot of competition within a lot of positions, but I like what Lovato and Shelton are doing. Um, there you go. Which, man, that kind of caught me off guard because I was like, why? I mean, Sinovic's been the rock for so long, wow. but... Dude, that's a Peter answer, though, man. He can't commit to someone right now when there's, you know, I think he would say that even in the middle of the season. Yeah. He'd say, oh, well, we got a lot of people, you know, <laughs> they're going to fight. Yeah, he probably <laughs> would. Um, and, and you know, I, I do have to say, like, we've heard Peter, like, praise people like this before, and you're like, oh, they're absolutely going to start, and then it comes lineup time, and they're, like, nowhere to be found. And you're like, oh, okay. Um he kind of did that with Latif last year before the season. He was talking up Latif. I love Latif. Latif's going to be good. People were asking about Jerso because he was the DP, but Peter kept talking about Latif, Latif, Latif. 
And then Latif, I don't even know if he played in the first game, and let alone started. So, um, you're probably I don't right. Know why you have to speak his name? <laughs> he didn't tweet or snap me this week. So. Oh, that's all right. Hey, that's that's first step of healing. He did score a goal for LAFC, and so did Benny. I think Latif yeah, actually had a brace. Scored a goal. Get him <laughs> out of here. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, he. Uh, no tweets this time from Latif, so maybe um, the healing process is beginning. I don't know, kind of. Um, We're moving on, man. Move on. He's found new people to snap. But um, one more thing on the Phoenix game. So when you watched it, did you hear any of the announcers for that game? Yes, I did. Now they all mispronounce everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just, man, I have never gotten so mad at announcers in a long time and <laughs> I was so pit and I was I was feeling pretty sassy on uh, on social media and um bro I got out of a movie and I and I get a text from you saying how do you feel about the pod being in a fight against Phoenix Rising FC because that's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> and I was like wait what and you were like it's not that serious yeah and I was like okay let's go look at Twitter for a minute <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh, so funny. Because one of our listeners was was getting on them, and you know, I was like, you know, good for you, Mrs. Zimmerbun. One of the the, the the Sporting KC fans tweeted at Phoenix Rising was like, hey, could you let your announcers know there's a pronunciation guide for players' names on on the Sporting KC website? Because they were saying yeah, things yeah. like Saloy and Senovich and. Crozet, and I was like, where are you getting these? And, and Melia. Melia. I was like, what is happening right now? Um, and, and so Phoenix writes writes back, you know, Ely. glad you're enjoying the stream. And, and that's when I jumped in, and, and we had a little bit of a back and forth, um, <laughs> which which ended with and, me declaring to them that we are not friends. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They said, like, oh, we know. We just don't care. Right. And I was like, oh, so nice ah. of you. Uh, but yeah, man, they they were pronouncing names wrong, and they were saying things that just weren't true about sporting case, like tactical things. They kept saying the MLS. Right, they did. I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Making me what? so mad. The Major League Soccer. The Major League Soccer. Do you guys watch the Major League Soccer? Do you watch that? I just, oh my god, like, stop it. It's almost as dumb as MajorLeagueSoccerSoccer.com. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Um, I had never really I hate thought that of so that much. that much, but you are 100% correct. Um, it is so dumb. <laughs> but you can't go to MLS because then you're looking for real estate. Yeah. Major League Soccer Soccer. Just in case you didn't know, it was soccer. Um, oh, my God. Like, you, would you go to MLBBaseball.com? No. There's no way. And NFL doesn't really work. That'd be like no. National Football League league. We do have uh, UMB Bank Bank here, because uh, they. Oh yeah, that's so stupid. They have UMB Bank, and I always make fun of it because B and UMB stands for bank, and I don't know. It's a weird. Yeah, what's the rest stand for? Like United Methodist or something? I always assumed the M was Missouri, but maybe it's not. I don't. Know. <laughs> I just lied. It's it's not a it's church not a bank. Church. It's like. But yeah, it's UM Bank Bank. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, anyway, <laughs> bringing it back. Um, we're, we're all we, over the place. <laughs> we, we strayed far off the course there. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, um, 
Sinilvic versus Lobato at left back. Who really knows? Peter seems to like Lobato right now, but I just I just realized something. What'd you realize? Well, I don't know what the letters stand for in the bank that I work for. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I'm still on it. I, I'm pretty sure I should probably figure that out. What do, what do the letters stand for? Or what are what are the letters? That's well, PNC. PNC. And I I don't. I'm not exactly sure, and I'm not really going to Google it right now. I'll Google well, it later. It's really not worth talking about. Maybe our about. listeners can tweet you what they think PNC stands for, and who knows what you'll get. Um, <laughs> That's pretty not cool. <laughs> pretty not cool, Bank. <laughs> um, anywho. Um, so Sporting KC announced Brad anywho. Evans officially <laughs> bringing it back. Um, yes. Brad Evans, yes. Yeah, I mean, we all knew kind of this was coming for about a week officially now. We, we, knew. we knew he was training with them for a couple weeks. And if you, um, if you listen closely, you'll hear a, a, a tear of a thousand Seattle Sounders fans. Yes, you will, because they are sad. Because they are pissed. They are sad. They are upset. Yeah. They're, um, they're disgruntled. Disgruntled. Any and all adjectives to describe um, mildly angry. Um, that's what they are. But um, here's an interesting stat from uh, from Mike Kuhn on Twitter. Uh, out of the entire Sporting KC roster, um, Brad Evans has more league appearances than anyone with 230. He's second in starts at 198, second in minutes with more than 17,000 minutes, first in appearances across MLS with 285, and... Uh, Second in starts and minutes combined. Basically, he's been around a long time. He's got a lot of experience. Yeah, like you could say that too. You're just saying (laughs) that he's old. It's like, okay, great, good for him. When's he retiring? (laughs) But, I mean, I think having someone like that in the locker room with a lot of new players who've never played in MLS before to help navigate the grind of a season – that's why I don't think he's gonna come in and be like a starter. Like I'm, I'm honestly expecting, you know, maybe 15 appearances from him. But I mean, don't you think having experience like that in the locker room can sort of help a team that, you know, I know we got Beasler and 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 Roger and Zusi, but um, the rest of the team's relatively inexperienced as far as you know MLS playoffs go um or just MLS in general yeah as far as young people or even international players that are new to the league i i you you make a good point i mean it's going to be exciting to for him to get in there and rally i mean in no way is he going to take the captain's armband no. but you know his old ass will be in there getting people fired up <laughs> yeah absolutely so you i know? think i think he'll be a good locker room guy i think i think he'll be a good guy to come in um, if you if you need to 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 bring in somebody to give Zeus a rest or or heck even in the midfield if need be, um, I think he'll be a good. Uh, what if he decides he wants to listen to a Sporting KC podcast and this is the first episode he listens to, and he's like, did this dude just say old ass? <laughs> what who, who is yeah, this that's, guy? Um, at Dan Kuzer, and... Brad. Um, you can. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. You don't say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can let him know what you think. Well, I, how old is he? How old's Brad Evans? Um, let me look that up real quick. I think he's 34. Um, let oh, me, oh yeah, no, he's super thir- old, dude. Way 30, older than me. 32. I gave him a couple years. Oh, okay. Well, we're we're old too. <laughs> <laughs> is he still an old ass, or 
Um, Fair enough. I'll uh, I'll shut my old balls <laughs> up here. <laughs> he looks older than 32. Sorry, Brad. Um, hey, he's had a lot of starts, man. He's got, he's got numbers. Some miles on him. Brad, if you are listening, I am a fan of yours, and and don't. <laughs> Don't kick our ass, I, all right? I, I so did tweet sorry. at him today from No Other Pod, welcome, welcoming him to Kansas City. I, that's so. That's why I'm apologizing because I know you tweeted at him. There is a non-zero chance he is listening right now. Um, oh my! Gosh. So I shouldn't title this podcast episode. See, in Chicago, Brad Evans is an old ass. You telling me? No, I don't know if that should be the title. <laughs> okay, at all. well then we'll I'll cross that one off the list. We'll 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 figure out another title. Nah. I, um. You should probably keep it on there. That is kind of funny. <laughs> um, anyway, bringing it back again. Um, bringing it back. I'm sorry, dude. I got no, ADD. It's, okay. it's a thing. It, you're the one that keeps us on it's track, man. Okay. Um, so, but we are excited for Brad Evans. Brad, if you're listening, welcome to Kansas City. Thank you for coming. We look forward to uh, having you wear sporting blue. Um, Much love. <laughs> Peace sign. Kisses. <laughs> Peace time. Kisses. Um, maybe that's the title. Um, <laughs> there it is. Love peacetime kisses. Um, we are we are coming up on the season launch party on uh, February twenty eighth, uh, which uh, it's going to be at Children's Mercy next Park. Wednesday. Um, it's going to be free and open to the public. Starts at what? I was going to say why is it five. starting at five on a Wednesday? Dude, we that's so dumb. At seven. Um, give people time to eat and get there. You're still at right. work, like, right? What's going on? Uh, I actually will be out of town for work, so I can't go. Otherwise, I would, and I would go meet all of our oh, thousands man. and thousands of listeners. Um, and by thousands, you know, maybe one day we'll get there. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. <laughs> um, but I was gonna go We're and and, that, and try right? to uh, try to meet some people, but uh, unfortunately, I'll be out of town. Um, I don't think you're flying in from Chicago to go to it, so. I'm not gonna make it, man. I'm not. I was I was hoping to live vicariously through you. I know. Unfortunately, it's not gonna work. But if you are yeah. going, that's your first chance to buy the stylish new black kit and jacket. And if you do buy the new kit, they're gonna give you apparently a twenty dollars sporting style gift card, so you can buy something else cool. So that's kind of cool. If you're gonna buy it, you yeah, might you as well get those shorts. Can get those shorts. Get that full kit. Or the socks. I'm getting the whole thing, man. I'm going to play in it. Yeah. There you go. Gonna... Not the jersey, but the shorts. Absolutely. Um, they do want you to RSVP, so sportingkc.com slash RSVP for some reason. Like, I don't think they're going to, like, turn you away. There's not going to be, like, a bouncer dude, like, at the front right. being like, are you on the list? Oh, sorry, you can't come. I think they want a, an accurate number of who's coming, you know, so they can plan accordingly. Yeah. If you want food, then you should probably RSVP because otherwise they might run oh, out. They're feeding, they're feeding you? I well, I thought they were. Maybe they're not. I thought it's well, probably for purchase is my guess. Now that you mention it, yeah, they're probably not giving you free food. That'd be a lot of free food. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But um, a lot of Subway sandwiches. <laughs> that'd probably be Papa John's official sponsor of Sporting KC. Um, uh, that's true. That's true. No <laughs> cheese for me. Nope. Um. So yeah, that's kind of cool. If you can go, that'd be a fun little time. Sadly, neither of us will be able yeah, to be there. If you can go, there. shoot some tweets at us or something. Send us some pictures. So uh, keep us informed. Find Brad. Tell him we're sorry. We call him an old ass. Um, yes. Uh, find Brad and don't even mention it and act like we don't know anything <laughs> yeah, about actually it. Actually, <laughs> don't don't bring that to his attention. Because um, we don't want to. Yo, Brad, you listen to no other pod? 
Actually, I do. Those guys are a bunch of dickholes. <laughs> oh, Bradley! Why'd you say it, Bradley? <laughs> if uh, if he does say that, let us know. Send us a Snapchat of him telling it to us. At least then we'll know he listens. Oh my gosh. Brad, if you leave a review, Brad, you might win tickets to a future game. So, um, hey. <laughs> just letting you know. You could do it. You could. You will. I can't, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. Um, so, yeah, if you're having a, uh, a fun time at the launch party, shoot some video, tweet at us, email us how it was, let us know if Ike got crazy and started dancing on tables. I don't know. Um, so, we... Uh, we just want to hear even better if it's Peter. That'd be even better. Make sure you get video of it. Oh my god! Um, but speaking of uh, of Children's Mercy Park, um, when it's not a party venue, it is I think one of the best soccer venues in all of the country. Um, and and one of the big sort of questions around the park, especially over the last few years, has been expansion. And when will it expand? Will it expand at all? Because right now mm-hmm. it seats, I think, about 18,000 people and, and change a little bit more, which was awesome when it opened. But it's actually one of the, like, in, in the bottom quarter now of, of MLS venues as far as seating capacity. I mean, a lot of these stadiums True. that are opening, Orlando's got 30,000 plus. LAFC's going to have 30-something thousand. Yes, Atlanta's playing in a friggin' NFL stadium, but they have 70,000. Um not fair. So, same with Seattle. Same with Seattle. I mean, credit to them, I guess, for both of them to, to be able to sell tickets to pretty much fill it. Um, but so that's the thing is there have been there's been this question about if and when Children's Mercy Park will ever expand. And Sporting KC President Jake Reed had a Ask Jake Twitter question and answer session. And um, yeah, I like when they do that. Yeah, and and it was it was actually. Uh, Good old Chad Smith, who who asked, you know, what's the update on expansion for Children's Mercy Park? We've heard 10,000-person wait list is the number we have to get to. Where is the wait list at? And Jake didn't really give any answer. All he said was less than 10,000. And so I've heard through the grapevine in the past, I don't know how accurate these numbers are or not, but that the wait list is probably somewhere between three and 6,000, which means that we have a long way to go before we get to ten. Um, right. And to be honest, and this is just my own personal take, every time I hear Jake talk about it, he doesn't sound all that excited. Um, and it's probably because they don't want to expand 10,000 seats and then have a bunch of empty seats. But I guess that's my question yeah, for you. and I think they got a good thing now. Yeah, that, that was going to be my question is, what? just I guess, what are your thoughts on expansion in, in general? And do you think if they add a second deck or second level around the stadium... Will that change the atmosphere of, of the stadium at all? Because right now it all feels like you're so close and such a part of the action. Yeah, dude, that's a good point because it's a very intimate environment. Like any, no matter where you're sitting in that place, it's a great seat. You're still pretty much on the field. Um, you know, adding an upper deck would feel like it really kind of alienate you. You know, you'd be up top and, or some people would be. You know what I mean? But it's right. like. I don't know if they want to do that because it feels like family right now. It feels like home, and you're gonna get me all choked up because I miss it sometimes. <laughs> but the uh, uh, 
I, I don't think there's any reason to expand. And and having a wait list of season ticket season ticket wait list is a big deal. I mean, whether it's three thousand or six thousand, that's a lot of people that are wanting to get their hands on season tickets here in the coming years. So that's still yeah. something. Well, and I wonder how many of those people. Let's say you you know we'll just say it's it's six thousand for the sake of conversation. And let's say they add five thousand new seats in a second level. How many of those people do you think are going to say, yeah, we want second level seats? And how many of do you think are going to say, well, no, we were on a wait list for like cauldron season tickets. We're, we're just going to stay and wait for those because we don't want to be up in a second level. We want to be down where the party is. Right. Like, exactly. So I, I like the idea of Children's Mercy Park having more seats so it can be louder and so more people can come enjoy soccer. I just I agree with you. I worry about losing that environment and that atmosphere. And and I am not an architect or a designer by any means. Obviously, maybe there's a way to do it where you don't lose that feeling. Um, it's just these stadiums like Orlando or LAFC where they were built from the beginning, knowing that was going to be their capacity. They were able to I think plan it a little bit more instead of just kind of tacking on an extra um, an extra deck. Like kind of like what Portland's right. doing, they're just like tacking something on, and it doesn't look very good. So, um, I don't know. But the other interesting question um, that Jake got was uh, someone asked him, "Hey, any thoughts on taking the Swope Rangers outside of Kansas City for home games to grow the brand? You know, example could be Omaha playing at Creighton University." And Jake's answer was, "That's an interesting concept. Always open to growing the brand." Um, which hmm. I don't know that he meant on a permanent basis, but that was kind of an interesting answer to me, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it because there was already kind of a little bit of a sensitivity around moving Swope Park, and especially since they're not at Swope Park anymore. They're at a high school stadium now, and there were rumors about them going to Omaha. And and I don't know. What do you think about that? That feels like that's one step away from moving them permanently once you start playing home games elsewhere. Yeah, that's definitely what it feels like. I mean, they're not even the Swope Park Rangers anymore, right? They're not even going to play there, so I don't really understand. I don't know the direction of that USL club. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it. I, I, would, I would really like to have a little bit of clarity on that, like you said, because I love the idea of sporting running a USL club um, for development purposes, but mm-hmm. never in its short few years of existence has it felt stable. Like Seattle Sounders 2, they're stable. Portland Timbers 2, they're stable. New York Red Bulls 2, they're stable. Swole Park, it's like we got a different coach every year. We got different stadiums now. We, you know, it's it just like it feels like at any moment, like something could just snap and it all falls apart. And I don't know if that's me reading into it too much, but like you said, I guess I'd like a little bit of clarity. And um, and I don't want them to move. I want them to be here. I think Peter wants them to be here too. But um, Jake's answer didn't really give me a lot of confidence. So no, and it shouldn't. It's just it's very different. Um, it's a very different situation. And you know they they don't have. I mean, they got some great fans. Don't get me wrong. Um, if you guys haven't been out to see a Swope Park game, you, you really should. It's it's a fun time. But 
you know, I don't know if they have near the fan base as, as some USL clubs, obviously, because it's basically an MLS second team, and um, it's just a weird scenario. We've talked about that a lot, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they play at this high school, man. It'll be interesting to see how many people come out and support. Um, I've heard tellings of, of possibly the fans boycotting the games, wow. which kind of sucks because, you know, it's not the players' fault, but it's... You know, they're trying to make a statement to the, the overall club, not the right. players, you know? Right. So it's it could be interesting to see what happens with them. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, <clears throat> but I guess, you know, that what the idea that spurred that question was sort of, how do you increase brand recognition for Sporting KC across the region? Because um, we don't really have an MLS team anywhere near us geographically. I mean, like, yeah, Chicago's technically kind of near it, but like Chicago and Minneapolis are the closest teams. You got a good, you know, 300 or so mile radius in all directions where there's really no competition. So how do you expand that awareness? And one of our listeners, Kyle Orenberg, um, he wrote an email to um, the club, to Jake and, and Rob Heineman. And he sent it to us, too, because he, he wanted to get our thoughts on it. Um, and I think it brings up an interesting concept, especially since you live in Chicago. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's pretty long. But long story short is he actually lives about 120 miles from the stadium, which shout out to you, Kyle, for being a season ticket member that lives 120 miles away and driving that most games. That's like a four-hour round trip just to get there. Um, that's dedication. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but basically, he says he lives in, in a town with, you know, 10,000 or, or so people. Um, and he said, what about, what if the club, Sporting KC, found supporters in these towns? And he, and he started throwing out, you know, it could be Columbia, Springfield, it could be even St. Louis or Sedalia. Some of these bigger towns, he, he lives on the Missouri side, so he's listing them in Missouri. But they could also be, you know, Topeka, Wichita, um, other places on the Kansas side. Basically saying, what if the club helps designated supporters in these areas set up official club watch parties, if you will? You know, whether that's they provide signage or they can help with, you know, targeted social media ads in those areas or, or what have you. Basically helps them set up watch parties at local bars, restaurants, where they can then have drink specials and have an quote-unquote official Sporting KC watch party. Um, he, and then he mentioned like you could even expand it out to other areas, Chicago, Nashville, Denver. Um, you know, that's why I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. Cause I think it's an interesting idea and I've seen some colleges do it. Like I went to college out in LA at, at USC and there are watch parties here in Kansas city where people who went there gathered together and watch them. It, it's kind of would be like that. So I don't know. What do you think about that idea? Well, I mean, there's, uh, there, there's, there's supporters groups like, of teams everywhere. I mean, Chicago has a Sporting KC supporters group. Oh, they do. So, what do you think the club does? The club currently sort of help them put together events, or are they kind of left to their own devices? I don't think so. I think they're kind of left to their own. Um, I'm not really sure. Because I think it'd be kind of cool. I think there's there's opportunity, you know, especially like. When Sporting KC goes to Chicago, if they help these clubs, you know, put on their official watch parties every week, <clears throat> excuse me, and then when they come, 
maybe they have like a meet and greet with that player for just that like local supporters group or something to kind of help build the fan bases in places where people want to be fans but just can't get to the games all the time. So I don't know. I, I just think there's there's some potential there. I, I like the direction Kyle's going. I don't know. I don't think there would be a lot involved for the club um, other than sort of saying, hey, you know, here's some resources as far as like maybe some, some signs or yeah, we can do a little bit of social media around it, but, but just kind of put their stamp of approval on, yes, this is the official watch party. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. So... No, that would be very cool. No, absolutely. Um, that is pretty much all of the Sporting KC news that we have, and we answered our questions. Um, not a lot of uh, league-wide news this week, other than we mentioned briefly the CONCACAF Champions League is starting. Um, yep. MLS clubs that are in it are Seattle, New York, Dallas, and Colorado. Toronto in, is in it, but they are not in it because of their MLS qualification. They actually can't qualify via MLS. They have to qualify through the Canadian Championship. Um, so that's well, why that, they're in it. That counts. I mean, they're, so there's five MLS clubs, right? Right. And and so in, um, let's see, in about 45 minutes, I think, Toronto and Colorado kick off from when we're recording. It'll already be done by the time you all listen tomorrow or the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you going to watch? I'm going to try. I mean... Let's be honest. I, yeah. I don't know how serious Toronto will take this or not, but you kind of feel like they're going to wipe the floor with Colorado, don't you? Yeah, and I'd like to watch it. I always try to watch the MLS clubs in, in Champions League, but when the game kicks off at 9 o'clock and you wake up at 5.30 in the morning, I'm like, uh, yeah. it's kind of bedtime, bro. It's a little <laughs> tough. Um, I don't Unless it's sporting, then I'm then I'm making, a, right. I'm making an exception. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> so, one, I think it's... Uh, I think this is just kind of funny that um, Colorado's in it because of how bad they were last year. Because they didn't qualify last year. They qualified back in 2016. And because of the weird scheduling, right. it takes them two years before they even get to uh, to play in the in the Champions League. Um, yeah, I don't know if they've made enough offseason moves to really be relevant, in my opinion. No. But uh, Toronto has strengthened even stronger. So I don't know what that means, strengthened even stronger. <laughs> but they they seem to be get they seem to have filled some holes that uh that they were missing. So Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I think um you know, Toronto, like you said, didn't technically qualify via um MLS play, but of the five teams that are MLS clubs, Toronto, Colorado, Dallas, Red Bulls, Seattle I think Toronto's got to have the best chance at actually being the first MLS club to win it. Um, Should be. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they'd have to get through some tough uh, Mexican clubs, most likely, in order to do it. But, you know, I guess I'll be pulling for them. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll watch it when I can. Um, probably won't stay up yeah, super late. Yeah, I'm pulling late. for all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see them all do well and... Uh... But out of everyone that has the best chance, it's it's definitely Toronto. You know, I mean, I, Dallas has, has gotten stronger, but uh, I guess Red Bulls have too. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully they'll uh, maybe one of them will be the first MLS team to be able to do it. But um, we'll see. So that is all I got. 
for this week. We are all I coming up on the hour. Um, all you got? All I got. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you. Again, if you are the winner of those tickets, reach out to us by next Tuesday, the 27th. If we don't hear from you, if you haven't, if you haven't left a review, please go do it, and uh, it'll be for future contests, and, and just make us feel good. You know, I like when nice things are said. So yes, sir. And if we don't hear, there you go. If we don't hear from the winner by next Tuesday, we'll do another drawing. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, hopefully, y'all are are staying pretty warm if you're in the ice storm. If not, hopefully you're enjoying whatever the weather is where you are. For Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll talk to y'all next week. We'll see ya. Thank you.